back to good girl i'm your host jules thanks so much for joining another episode before i get into the topic today i decided to create a new segment in the show and i'm going to start telling you guys my most embarrassing fucking stories because i use my most embarrassing experiences as icebreakers one of my best friends her and i used to work in college together we worked on campus that's how we actually became friends that's how we met and this is embarrassing i'm about to like really expose myself here but my first icebreaker is going to be about the time that i trained her and broke every food law there is her name is Brittany. just to make this a lot easier on everyone involved as i launch into this story time i was in charge of the catering department at my school so any events that we had i was in charge of and this is the first day of summer i had an event and i forgot about it because it was like really small it was like a drop-off situation and that day I chose to wear a green 420 shirt and let me preface this by saying the school I went to was a Christian school it wasn't just a private school it was a Christian school so 420 blaze it is not really the slogan that they're trying to push anywhere so I fucking forgot I came to work that day and I saw the board and I was like oh whatever like it's just a drop off like maybe nobody will see me it'll be fine so my boss comes up to me and he's like hey Brittany's gonna train with you today like bring her along on your event and I was like okay cool cool like it's super easy it won't take long we didn't even know each other like the event was at the building right next door and it's summertime in Riverside it's like 114 degrees and my lazy ass decides to take the golf cart because I didn't want to walk in the heat I was like let's just drive over there we're driving and it breaks down it breaks down halfway like the drive was probably 30 seconds and it just like ran out of battery like on the way there and I was like oh my god we're running late we can't really go back it's pointless so we pushed it we pushed it to the steps of the building and I was like it's fine this is as far as we can go as we get there my dumbass drops one of the platters of cheese and crackers and I didn't drop the entire thing but I dropped a good amount of it and I told her I was like honestly just like brush it off and put it back on the platter because we don't have time to make a new one and we don't have anyone to make a new one for us she like looked at me she was like are you sure keep in mind i'm training her like she has no idea she's like are you sure i'm like yeah yeah it's fine we literally don't have time it's disgusting i know it's so fucking gross and i like put it back on the platter we take it inside whatever we have the like the wrong size of juice dispenser for the lemonade that we're dropping off so i'm like okay it's fine like let's go back and put it in a bigger one so we're filling it up it's like you have to do it with pitchers it's this whole thing it's taking us time we finish we completely finish the dispenser and there is a flag there's a fly floating around in the lemonade and I tell her to scoop out the fly because we don't have time to redo the whole dispenser. I'm like, it's fine. Just scoop it out. I know I broke literally every food law there is and she's just looking at me like are you sure and I'm like yeah yeah it's fine we literally don't have a choice so she scoops it out we deliver it um we're like done I'm like oh thank god I find a soccer guy who's coming up from practice I make him push us back and then as we come back up into the kitchen one of our coworkers is there everybody has left and he's like 
in a panic. He's like, guys, I'm gonna get fired. He's like almost in tears. We're like, what's happening? Some of the chocolate milk went bad and he tried to pour it down the sink, but it was like it clogged the sink because it was so thick and it was like overflowing. It was on the floors. It was everywhere. It fucking smelled disgusting. We're like, oh my God, no, it's fine. You're not gonna get fired. We're literally picking up chocolate milk, rotten chocolate milk with our hands with gloves on and putting it in the fucking trash. We're mopping the floors. It's like this whole thing and take that takes us like another hour to clean up and after that I just remember like looking at her and I was like um it's not always like this sorry (laughs) I like didn't know what to say it was so funny but she told me that was the moment she knew we could be friends because I was such a hot fucking mess imagine training and the person who's training you like literally breaks every code there is to break in like a 15 minute drop off so fucking embarrassing but we remain friends to this day and I helped her get engaged all's well that ends well so last week my episode on seduction was about charisma and owning the room the universe put me to a test almost immediately last weekend was new year's eve and i was in la with taya we were celebrating i blacked out (laughs) i actually had a lot of fun so much fun don't remember half the night but whatever one of the nights we partied with athletes And let me tell you, girls, partying with athletes is, first of all, not what it is made out to be. And second of all, I did not expect myself to be that nervous in a room of people I didn't know. Usually I'm bouncing around, I'm meeting people, I'm making conversation, I'm introducing myself. I don't really struggle often with being awkward in new situations. It usually just doesn't intimidate me. And this time I was so intimidated. I was having so much trouble remembering my own advice that I said in the episode, but it was so funny because I was like, not me getting challenged immediately to put what I teach into practice but it was fun whatever I mostly just had fun because I was with Taya I think that's all that really matters in those situations as long as you have your bestie when you are around men who get approached by women a lot they don't really try to talk to you and I usually get approached a lot so I don't have to do the work and I was like um I still don't want to do the work and no I'm not down to chase your dick around I'm not in that business anymore I think it's a good learning experience to be in situations you've never been in so you can see how you react and how you act and then you're like okay this is something I actually need to work on I thought I was past this but you know what it's gonna take some time and it's fine that's kind of how life works I didn't make any new year's resolutions this year I just have things that I want to do more of so this year I want to take more classes like dance classes pottery painting, just anything I feel like, yoga, Pilates. I want to be open to meeting a guy. So I'm predicting it 2023. I don't know about the whole boyfriend super committed thing, but you might find me in a little relationship this year. I'm manifesting it. I wrote down my qualities of what I want in a man. As I was journaling, when it comes to manifesting somebody, you have to write down the qualities that you want in them. That's what I've heard. Every girl who's like met the love of their life within the same year that they manifested them they all say to write down the exact qualities that you want and be really specific i didn't write down any like looks preferences i didn't say tall i did specify that i wanted somebody who goes to the gym but it's because i go to the gym a lot so i would like somebody on the same page as me so we'll see how that turns out obviously we'll keep you guys updated on my dating life but this is the year that i want to put myself out there and actually be open to cultivating a relationship because at this point i will be single for two years in just a few months and i think this whole time mentally i was like it's fine i'm just getting over my breakup but like now it's kind of like giving I've been broken up 
for a while. I've been single for a while. It's giving trauma. It's giving a lot of like fear and like closed offness. And I just don't want to be that way. I think I'm ready to see what I'm like in an adult dynamic where I'm seriously dating somebody. I don't want a hookup situation. I don't want a friends with benefits. I don't want a situationship. I don't want to be dating a lot of people at once. I just want one person that I'm seriously dating. So that's what I'm manifesting this year. If you would also like to manifest a man, DM me and I will tell you how to do it or I can make a video about it. But that's what I'm doing this year and I'm going to keep you guys updated. I'm excited because I'm actively putting out the energy that I'm open and that I'm ready and I'm excited to see what the universe gives me. I think that's going to be so interesting. Today we have another episode in the lessons of seduction and today I'm going to be focusing on the concept of believing in yourself and others will too. And I want to talk about how self-belief ties directly into attraction and how when you really believe in yourself, you actually end up being more seductive, more magnetic, and more attractive to the people that you are interacting with. So self-belief is really tricky because it's something that you kind of have to prove to yourself as you go. It might not be something that you have right away and it's kind of proven in real time, which I think is actually a really cool experience I have been struggling with self-belief a lot lately. A lot of my thoughts are very fearful and doubtful. And I've noticed that when I'm experiencing these kind of thoughts, it definitely makes me a lot less confident. It's harder for me to interact in social settings. It's very challenging for me to interact with people in like a natural way when I don't feel confident in myself and my abilities. And I think self-belief and confidence are separate. They're like tied together, but they're two separate concepts when you're building them in your life. So last week I talked about building self-confidence. If you want to learn more about that, listen to last week's episode. But this week I really want to talk to you guys about self-belief and how you can cultivate that in yourself and how it makes you more attractive. Self-belief is really just the ability to believe in yourself no matter fucking what, no matter if it doesn't make any sense, no matter if people look at you like you're insane, even when the logistics aren't backing you up, you still know that you can do it. You know that it's right for you. Things that no one can tell you, you can only tell yourself. That's really where self-belief is at its strongest. My self-belief is very deeply connected to my intuition. And I think for all women, that's how your experience typically is. Because for me, when it comes to my intuition, there are just things that I know. And there is logistically no reason why I know them, but I just know them anyway. Anyway, because my body knows things before my mind does and when I get really stressed out and really worried I try to slow down and just go into my body and ask my body what it thinks and my body always has an answer like instantly it's like no this is what's happening I'm like oh you're fucking right I don't know why I ever doubted you doubt is like a muscle that you exercise probably more often than your belief muscle and if you exercise it enough it becomes so strong that it overcomes your life and it makes you feel like you can't do so many things that you actually want to do or you can't attract the person you want to attract or you're not capable of being in a healthy happy relationship whatever it feels like convincing you of it will convince you of that thing and it's very hard to break out of these cycles personally what has helped me a lot is proving to myself in real time what I'm capable of of doing and putting my money where my mouth is and when I say that I'm going to do something I do my best to achieve that and I show myself in real time that I'm very much capable of achieving that goal and the only thing stopping me is typically my own self-talk it's my own internal dialogue and it's all these doubts that creep into my mind and tell me that I can't do something that I literally can and it's actually not that fucking hard and it's actually really simple when you get to a point where you believe in yourself so implicitly it's not even a question you're going to find yourself asking 
asking for people's feedback and advice a lot less often, which in turn makes you a more confident person and makes you appear to be the person to go to for advice instead of the one who's always asking for it. We all know the difference. You all have that friend who always seems to know what they're doing or that parent or sibling who always has the right answers and always seems to know what to say to you when you're really struggling. The goal is to be that person for yourself because when you embody that and you have that effect over yourself, you are much more inclined to trust yourself, trust your judgment, and stand on your own two feet a lot more comfortably than if you didn't have that ability at all. Honestly, that alone is a very attractive quality because it gives the impression that you need very little and people who don't seem like they need a lot are automatically more attractive than people who do. If you are wondering why you seem to repel people and why people seem to get to know you and then run away at any sign of you displaying who you really are, it might be because you're displaying too much neediness too early on and neediness will always be unattractive. I don't buy into the narrative of like, oh, well, I'm just needy and that's just who I am or I can't help but like blow up your phone. Like that's just who I am. No, you can do better. And if you are requiring so much attention and so much validation from people that you barely know, it's a sign of an internal issue that needs some working that you have to understand why you do what you do and you have to pay attention to these behavioral patterns because life happens so much more easily and smoothly and people come into your life so much easier when you really eliminate that desperate energy and that need for approval or companionship. We all want to feel needed but we don't want to feel like we are the only thing in your life that can supply that or like you're too desperate for our time. It's just always unattractive and people who are attracted to desperation also have a lot of insecure qualities within them so even if you are attracting people in that state they're likely not going to be that good for you so it's a lose-lose situation my advice is to always work on yourself to the point where you are essentially self-sufficient and there isn't a whole lot that you need from other people everything you need is always within you and when you adopt that mentality you are going to attract people into your life you will have friends you will have a great circle but you're not reliant on them for survival because you know that you can take care of yourself and that is the ultimate sense of self-confidence and self-belief. Someone who believes in themselves is automatically extremely attractive to everybody else because it makes other people feel like you have something that they don't but also that you are someone they want to be around because everyone wants that same belief system within themselves and a lot of people do doubt themselves and they need somebody who is stronger and more confident to instill confidence in themselves. That's why confident people attract insecure people a lot of times because they want that energy and they want someone else to believe in them the way they know you believe in yourself. When it comes to a high level of self-confidence and self-belief, it doesn't mean that you're cocky or conceited or I'm better than everyone else. It really just means that you have a very strong internal belief system and it's not something that can be easily shaken and that is a very, very attractive quality to have. Self-belief is something that's deeply deeply internal and you can't fake it you can't act like you believe in yourself when you really don't people will be able to see that from a mile away it is not something that you can hide or fake it till you make it it's something that you literally have to prove to yourself in real time some really good advice that i've been reminding myself recently is to slow down and allow time for self-belief to develop because it's not going to happen overnight and if you're listening and you're like oh i really want that and i want to believe in myself it's not something you can will into existence it's something that literally 
literally develops over time where you actively prove to yourself that you can follow your word, you can keep your word, you can say what you said you were going to do, and it actually does work out in your favor. When your self-belief is really real and deeply rooted in you, it will flow from the inside very naturally and it's essentially like a spiritual experience. Your self-belief, I believe, connects you to like a higher power. That's how I view it. And I believe in myself because I also believe that I'm connected to everything and everyone. I just believe that I'm a really powerful being, but that feeling comes from something outside of me. It's not necessarily something that is all internal, you know? The reason why self-belief becomes such a challenging concept is because it requires you to let go of any past conceptions you have of yourself. The reason why we doubt ourselves is not so much that we think we're not capable, it's usually because we've been told something over and over again our entire lives that make us feel incompetent, insecure, and like we can't achieve the goals that we said we would. Like maybe someone told us we weren't smart at a really young age or we weren't that funny and it stuck with us and it affects us every time we try to do that thing we hear that voice of like oh you're like you're really not as good as you think you are it's the voice that tells you you're an imposter and it makes you feel like so incapable of doing so many things it's really just beliefs that we have developed about ourselves over the course of our lives beliefs are just thoughts that you think about all the time it's just thoughts you think over and over and over so if your beliefs about yourself are negative it's just negative thoughts that you've been feeding yourself over years and years and years it's negative narratives and all of that can't be undone and it can be reversed you have to commit to the process though when you get to the place where you kind of delusionally believe in yourself and believe that whatever you want can come to you it really comes from a very deep place of self-love and being obsessed with yourself like I said last week what you're gonna notice about seduction and attraction and all of the things that I talk about self-love is the root of everything and if you don't truly love yourself believe in yourself or have self-confidence everything I tell you doesn't mean anything to you and is very difficult to implement in fact it's actually impossible to implement because if it's not real it's not going to work and if it does work it's only short term and it's not long lasting and if you think about it if you're doing things from a place that is outside of you and you're not coming from a genuine loving place within yourself you're not fostering genuine connections or genuine experiences because you are pretending to be something else or be someone else when you're on that road of making yourself everything you've ever wanted you will attract better opportunities better living situations better friends better people better relationships better partners better dating experiences because you are becoming better and you are attracting better as you're on the road to your best self something i ask my every single day when I am making really small decisions like what I'm eating, what I'm wearing, where I'm going, how I'm spending my time. I keep asking myself, what would the best version of myself do right now? And a lot of times the answer is very simple and it's sometimes not what we really want to do. Sometimes I just want to sit and watch TV and do absolutely nothing. And if I ask myself, is that what my best, highest self would do? The answer is usually no. That's a really easy way to work yourself out of a place where you're not very confident in yourself or you're indulging yourself in activities or people that don't make you feel good. If you consistently ask yourself, what would my best self do right now the answer will come to you immediately and you just have to do that it's kind of this process of like closing your eyes and jumping off a cliff over and over and over you just ask yourself what would my best self do and just do it and do it and do it and one day you wake up and you are your best self and you do have so much better around you and you genuinely did attract that to you but it's because you were working to be better and you were on that journey yourself you're trying to be better you're going to want to dress better you're going to want to read more books or be around better people or live in a better situation 
situation or have a better job. Once you transcend to different areas of consciousness, what served you before no longer serves you and you have to make adjustments accordingly. The baseline of your feeling about yourself is that you are good enough and you are all of the best possible ideas you could have about yourself. And when you're in this space, you will attract people because that energy alone is magnetic. I really believe the main thing that makes people unattractive is when they're not sure of themselves. Anyone who isn't sure of themselves automatically becomes less attractive to you because you don't resonate with that energy. Nobody does. You could not be sure of yourself, but automatically you're going to want someone who is. So that energy alone is something that you need to understand where it comes from and work through it and just give yourself time to become your best self. None of this happens overnight. This is a process that you're going to have to go through for a while and it's something that some days will be going really really well and other days it might not and when you're on this journey of self-discovery and self-improvement you will become somebody else essentially like your best self may not be who you are right now and that's okay that's my best self isn't exactly who I am but it is a version of me so when I envision my highest self and who I want to attract at my highest self, I know that I will already be that person that the person I want also wants. You know what I mean? I will already be vibrating in that frequency of attracting something that is good for me, someone that is good for me, and someone who resonates with my highest possible self. The difference is you won't have to pretend to be someone else to get people to like you or to seduce someone. You will already be someone that people want to be with. And that is the key to attracting the people that you desire. Or if you're listening to this and you're like, I just just want to learn how to be more attractive. It's really a self-work process and it's really transforming yourself into the version of yourself that you've always wanted to be and attracting people when you're in that state. When you have a very deep sense of confidence and belief in yourself, other people will also want to believe in you. All the people that we look up to online, any mentor, anyone that really seems like they have more to offer you than you have to offer yourself, they really just believe in themselves and that's the energy they put out into the world. So they're always convincing you that they are worthy of your belief because that's how deeply they believe in themselves. Imagine trying to buy a service from someone who didn't really think they could do the job and they were a little bit unsure of themselves and they're like, oh, please give me a chance. You're not really going to want to hire them because you wouldn't trust them to get done what they say they're going to do because they don't even seem like they think they can do it. And that same idea applies to every part of your life. It applies to every interaction you have with people. If you conduct yourself and you talk about your goals and your dreams and your lifestyle and everything about you in a way that inspires belief people will believe in you as well and they will believe that your dreams are just as big as you say they are and that you can also accomplish them because you believe so deeply in what you're talking about and that will inspire them to also want to believe in you because you do it first something that i'm really working on in my process of eliminating self-doubt and inspiring more self-belief in me is eliminating the need for feedback and advice every major decision that I've made in my life has been something that I intuitively knew and acted upon and it was actually never something that other people told me to do. The times that I did look for advice to confirm what I was going to do, I only took the advice that was 
like encouraging me and telling me to do the thing that I wanted to do because I knew I was going to do it anyway, first of all, but I just knew it was right for me because that's what my intuition was telling me. And I've proven to myself in real time with every decision I've made, every major decision that I actually do know what I'm doing and I do know what's good for me. And the times in my life where I've picked something that hasn't been that great for me has been when I listened to too many people and I allowed too much feedback into my life and too much noise. I definitely tell less people what I want to do because it eliminates the space for people to actually give me feedback and tell me what they think about my life because oftentimes it's just extra noise and it confuses me and it sometimes makes me doubt myself. I really work on my intuition and my inner clock and my inner guide to tell me what I should do, when I should do it, and when to just go for it. And the more that I listen to that and pretty much act on my own impulses, I feel a much higher sense of peace and it literally builds my belief in myself because I'm showing myself that I can actually be a great guide. I actually do know what's good for me and I don't need to rely or look for people to do that for me. What's so interesting is that women are more prone to fear because they need encouragement more and it's usually because when you're a kid there might be dreams that you have that people tell you you can't do depending on who you're around. You might have really big aspirations and really big goals and you might find yourself getting told all the time that you're a girl and it's not really what girls should be doing. All of these narratives that are fed to us by society or by people around us that kind of tell us we just can't do everything that we might want to do. Believing in yourself is really eliminating all of that noise and trusting that if you want to do something and if you feel called to do it, there is no reason why you can't. Something to remember when you're working on your self-belief is to understand that insecurity is so normal. The best thing you can do for yourself is just to push through any insecurities that you feel because it's the name of the game whenever you're doing something new whenever you're interacting with somebody new it's normal to have those insecure thoughts pop up but when you work out a way to combat those thoughts you believe in yourself so deeply that you know you can handle any situation it really makes that a lot easier and it helps you push through any insecurities that might come up when you're working through this because trust me when you begin this journey to become the best possible version of yourself and the hottest most attractive version of yourself it's always a painful process because so many things come up along the way that you just didn't expect and you have to actively work through everything that you've ever told yourself everything that other people have told you you have to work through so many belief systems that have just been ingrained in you for honestly no fucking reason and it's going to be challenging and painful but like i've been saying this entire episode the more you believe you can do something and the more you execute it and prove to yourself that you can it just only makes you better and better and better but honestly the key to attractiveness and charisma and magnetizing people to you is understanding that the energy you give off about yourself, you essentially tell people how to treat you and how to feel about you. So if you want to become this person, you have to feel that way about yourself first. You have to feel like you are the strongest, the best, the most attractive, all the best possible things about yourself. You have to believe that in any space that you're in and carry out that energy with everything that you do and say, and that really will help your ability to attract people into your life and it will make you more attractive and more magnetic to everything that you desire. And that's all I have for this episode today. I'm going to include some exercises for self-belief in Patreon. As always, I update videos there every single Monday. So if you want like a how-to video and some journal prompts in relation to the topic that I cover in episodes, you can find the Patreon link in my link tree on the Good Girl Instagram page and TikTok page. And if you would like to see more seduction content, I will be posting a lot of that on Instagram and TikTok. Follow 
at goodgirlpod on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. You can connect with me personally at Julia Thomas on Instagram. I love you and I'll see you next Thursday. Yeah.